going to start out today on this episode with a critical question, actually several critical questions. Critical question number one, does your narcissist often become very upset with you whenever you call judgment on their so-called bad behavior? Does your narcissist often seem like they're threatened by your calling them out on their bad behavior? Okay, do they seem to be threatened by this new you? Because now you're becoming a little bit more vocal about what you're experiencing in the relationship with him or her. So those two critical questions right there, I think are very profound because what that's going to often reveal to you is how narcissists often have perceived slights, which would have them claim narcissistic injury. Therefore, they may give themselves the excuse to maybe pull a narcissistic rage tactic. Okay. Anything that gets them to blow off steam is good enough to know anything. They use any kind of excuse. So very often a narcissist will become very angry when you call judgment or call them out on their so-called bad behavior. Let's face it. A lot of us who have had narcissist relationships, we know firsthand that narcissists often will have behavior patterns that are very problematic because it's the way that they're relating to other people. That's the problem. And this shows up in their relationships. When they have those perceived slights that I was just talking about, it is often in their minds. It's not reflective of reality. This does not mean that they don't have the right to feel what they feel. No, this just means that the way they relate to you and perhaps other people can be problematic. And this is often a very is very uh, relative to how they may have these perceived slights. Because if they think that they're a victim and they think the world is against them, that includes you, right? You're a part of the world. You're a part of the, <laughs> the, the human, you know, the human beings on the planet. So narcissists often will become very angry when people call them out on their stuff. See, they become very upset when you call judgment for their so-called bad behavior. Now, what's judgment? Judgment simply announces a wrongdoing. See, judgment means that you are causing it or you're aware of the consequences of behavior, whether it's right or wrong. Judgment doesn't mean that you're necessarily judging the person. You're not even judging their journey. No, you're looking at the behavior. So when it comes down to judging narcissists on their behavior, when you're involved with him or her, you have every right to do so. Just think about it. After all, you are involved with him or her. You're a part of the relationship equation. Narcissists often just want you to sit down and shut up and take it. But this is not realistic. So when they become upset because you call judgment on their stuff, just let that be a red flag to you that perhaps you're not being validated in that relationship. Perhaps the narcissist is the one that's not really involved or engaged in the relationship. The way that they're relating to you is problematic. See, the way that you relate to them perhaps may not be the problem. We all have to take account, okay, or accountability for how we show up in the relationship eventually, right? We all going to have to look at how we do relationships. But when it comes down to you calling judgment on the narcissist's behavior, this is not something that you're going to be punished for. 
If anything, you may be greatly rewarded, perhaps not by the narcissist, but just think about it because you are being honest, unlike the narcissist. So when you are calling judgment, you're simply announcing the wrongdoing of something. And you are also aware of the consequences of it. See, the narcissist doesn't want to be aware of the consequences. They often don't think about the consequences of their so-called bad behavior. They don't think about the price that they're going to have to pay for obtaining supply, maintaining source supply. Because very often, the narcissist is loyal to their false self-images, from that of a martyr to a saint to a victim who cannot seem to catch a break in life. So the last thing a narcissist wants to do is to hear you tell them the truth about their sh- okay? <laughs> about their stuff. About the shenanigans that they're pulling. They don't want to hear that. So you may have to become very creative on how you convey that to him or her. You may have to write an angry letter. You may have to journal. You may have to take out a tape recorder and speak on it. See, the narcissist, they're blocking off your voice. This doesn't mean that you cannot be vocal. This does not mean that you're less of a person. This does not mean that you are not able to use your voice. Of course not. Absolutely not. This just means that the narcissist is not open to learning something. They're not open to hearing something. So when you start to call judgment on their behavior that leaves people hurt, perhaps angry, perhaps feeling violated or or had or played, well, just know that the narcissist is not open to learning. They're not open to hearing. They're not open to listening. They're not open to uh, communication. That's very important in relationships. So how is that your fault? How does that convey or mean that you are no longer a person who is effective? It doesn't mean that at all. But the narcissist perhaps wants you to think that. That's part of their gaslighting. They take what they don't like about themselves and they project it onto others by word and deed. Sometimes the narcissist will try to shut you down. Okay? Vocally. They may try to shut your voice out. They may try to shut you down. They may try to uh, gaslight you into believing that perhaps you're being a little bit too much. Maybe you're doing too much. But no, make no mistake. Just because you're calling judgment on their bad behavior doesn't mean that you're wrong. They don't have to agree with it. So they don't have to necessarily listen or hear you out in order for you to use your voice. So practice using your voice. This does not mean that you go head to head with a narcissist. This does not mean you be uh, confrontational. But here's something that I've learned along my journey. And that is whenever someone chooses not to listen or hear something that I have to say that's actually truthful, it does not mean that I am walking away powerless. It means that I can simply get creative and choose to look for other ways to convey the truth. See, with the narcissist, it's their truth versus the truth. Just remember that, you know? And I hope this is something that is food for your soul and may bring some comfort to your heart. Because I know sometimes it's very frustrating to deal with a dark personality type, such as a narcissist or perhaps someone who has a, uh, who's a sociopath or perhaps showing psychopathic 
traits or ways. It's very difficult to have relationships with people like that. This doesn't mean that you're wrong for loving them or caring for them. It just means that it's very challenging, right? So whenever you're calling judgment on the narcissist's behavior, please understand that nine out out of 10 chances, they're not going to want to hear what you have to say. Therefore, they're going to probably block that voice out, your voice. Remember, narcissists often do not have empathy for other people. They often are blocking themselves off in a certain way. That part of themselves that can feel empathy, okay? Otherwise, that part of themselves that will connect to other people. See, narcissists, you have to understand, they are blocking that off first. So by the time they get to you, it's very easy for them to do so. See, it starts with them first. Narcissists often throw the first punch. Right out the gate, they're not interested in the connection. They're interested in the control. So when you start to call judgment out on their stuff, please understand and overstand and understand that nine times out of 10 chances, they're going to block that out. They're going to blot that out. They're going to do everything to resist that. And it's very hard and challenging, I know, to not take that personally because you have something you want to say. You're feeling some kind of way. You're thinking something about something that they have done. Perhaps they pulled a shenanigan that may have cost you not only financially, but maybe emotionally, maybe in certain other ways, you felt like you take you took a loss. Okay? But again, this does not mean that you are powerless just because they don't hear you out. Get that off your chest. Don't take that to the grave. You don't have to hold that inside just because the narcissist isn't available to hear you out. No, they're making a choice not to hear the truth. But this does not mean that you have to be powerless. So don't be afraid to call judgment out on bad behavior. But please understand that the other person or the other individuals who may be involved have have every right to make the choice not to hear or accept the truth or be in denial. This does not mean that you're powerless, though. So find creative ways to convey that truth, okay, or to tell the truth, because this is what's going to bring you peace of mind. This is what's going to be great for you. Just picture it like this. Let's just say there's a there's a million dollars on the table. It's up for grabs. You can just simply walk over there and accept it and have access to that million dollars. Why? Because you were able to call judgment and tell the truth, right? And picture the narcissist leaving that million dollars on the table because they weren't willing to accept the truth to hear the truth, to tell the truth, to know the truth. So who's walking away winning? You are the narcissist. You're walking away winning. I will walk away winning because we're what? We're accepting something. We're, we're embracing something. That's true. We have access to it, right? That's just the way it is. So picture it that way. The next time the narcissist doesn't want to hear you out when you have some truth to tell, just look at it that way. Who's winning? You are the narcissist, right? Okay, so, you know, narcissists and other dark personalities, you know, sometimes they bring drama, karma, and bad luck. It's all a part of the package deal. It might turn out to be the worst deal you've ever made, but guess what? When you call judgment out on the narcissist stuff, you're winning. You could turn that whole thing around. 
At the moment, it may not feel like it, though. Sometimes it's a process. Sometimes it takes time for things to come about. But if you should feel compassion or any sympathy for your narcissist, it doesn't have to be acted on. That's another thing that's very powerful for you. You may feel some kind of way, okay? But this doesn't mean you have to act on it. So if you feel compassion for the narcissist who sometimes doesn't seem to feel compassion for you, this does not mean that you're a bad person. Doesn't mean that you are not supposed to call judgment out on their stuff. Doesn't mean you have to. It just simply means that you're making the choice to live your life and exist on your own terms. This is very powerful. And you're, you know, this is very good. This can help you stay focused on thriving forward past the narcissist relationship. You're already perhaps showing signs of outgrowing the narcissist relationship. This does not mean that you've already packed your bags and left. No. Because after all, I say this very often on the Luminous Star Channel, and that is it starts in the mind, not the behind. Okay, so, you know, when you start to call judgment out on their stuff, this is very powerful. Okay, more so for you than them. So if you feel any compassion for the narcissist, it doesn't have to be acted on. You don't have to bend yourself up in pretzels. You don't have to jump through fiery hoops. You don't have to prove to the narcissist that you're good enough. Absolutely not. So having empathy and sympathy or compassion is enough. Celebrate your capacity to love. Celebrate your capacity to call judgment out on BS. (laughs) Yeah, celebrate the capacity to tell the truth. Even if somebody doesn't want to hear it. It's okay, you know. At the moment, it may feel terrible but just remember celebrate your capacity not the narcissist's capacity celebrate your capacity to love and to be positive you know everything that happens in life doesn't leave us feeling positive let's be for real but celebrate your capacity to love celebrate your capacity to be able to be positive and even when you don't feel so positive still Celebrate the capacity to be able to call judgment on BS when you see it. Okay, celebrate the the wonderful traits that you have. So I want to go ahead and get into the tools now. Tool number one, take steps to become open to learning from relationships. Okay, and accept that some people will choose not to learn. Okay, it's okay. Try not to take that personally though. You're not obligated to figure out crazy making. The narcissist is all about the crazy making. So yeah, take those steps to become open to learning from relationships, the good ones and the bad ones. And accept that some people that you may may uh, come across in life, some people that you may have relationships with in life. I mean, I'm including family, friends, everyone, right? Just accept that they are perhaps choosing not to learn from that relationship or from their relationships in general and try not to take that personally because I know sometimes especially for people who have uh, who are highly intuitive empathic some of the most beautiful people in the world (laughs) you know on the planet right some of the most beautiful people however they sometimes may take that to heart but try not to take that to heart when people choose not to learn from that relationship We're all on a journey. We all have a story. And we all have this thing called life. It's a gift. 
right? So you're not obligated to figure out the crazy making. Tool number two, find the good in the goodbyes. Okay, there's a silver lining in every cloud, as they say. When relationships are not good for you, be honest with yourself and move forward, thrive forward without apology. Okay, so, you know, just recognize when relationships of your past were emotionally draining. Realize that perhaps you were the one, the only one in that relationship that was true. Not demonizing the other the other person or the other uh, people involved, but please don't discount yourself. Remember, did you love? Yes. Were you friendly? Were you supportive? Yes, just think about all the good. Think about the seed of love that you planted, perhaps in a narcissist's life or anyone else's. Realize that you were the star in that relationship. Don't discount that. Don't continue to and to get yourself to push yourself out of that equation. Include yourself in that equation of love. Don't sacrifice yourself. Okay, the narcissist, when they come around, okay, and when they're in relationships with other people, very often they have no problem using other people as pawns. They're the takers in the relationship. Just remember, they're the takers, and perhaps you were the one that was the star. More than likely, you were the star. Comparing yourself in that way, try not to compare yourself to a narcissist. Compare yourself to yourself. I know that sounds kind of weird, but just think about it. Look at yourself. Don't compare yourself, especially to a narcissist, but compare your old self to your new self. Okay? How far have you come? Celebrate that. So find the good and the goodbye. Sometimes you just got to say goodbye to people when they are showing that they don't appreciate you. Right? You don't owe anyone a second chance to have access to your energy. You don't owe anyone that. From family to friends to exes to lovers to spy. I don't, hey, you don't. You do not owe anyone a second chance to have access to your energy, especially when they have history of misusing it. Now I want to break down what all of that means. Okay? When you see that a relationships were emotionally draining first sign of an emotionally draining relationship is that you're not being appreciated. Sign number two, you're being lied to. Okay, there's deception. Sign number three, you're being manipulated. Sign number four, betrayal. Next sign, that person is a taker and you're giving. Okay, so that means there's an unequally yoked relationship right there. Next sign, there's mixed signals. There's not a bottom line. Okay, they may speak in riddles or in parables. You really don't know what where they're coming from, and they're not making it clear. Next sign, false accusations. You're being falsely accused of being a person that you're not. You're being falsely accused of doing things you've never done. Come to think of it, the narcissist is guilty of everything they are falsely accusing you of. The next sign is that perhaps the narcissist is the one or the other person or other individuals involved. They're being very superficial. And perhaps they love money much more than they love you, for instance. Okay? 
Another sign. They may be breadcrumbing you. You're the last one on the list. You're the last one to know. Because the narcissist or the other individual, they set it up that way. Not because you're powerless. Not at all. But this is emotionally draining. A lack of support is another sign. And if they're jealous of you, see, all of these are emotionally draining because it's an unequally yoked relationship. All of these are signs of energy vampirism. It's draining your energy. It's not replenishing you. It's not making you feel like you can do more in the world. It doesn't make you feel like you are a person that can go further. This person, they're not bringing the best out in you. So this means that the relationship is is emotionally draining. How is that going to end for you? It's not going to be very positive or pleasant. It's an unequally yoked relationship. So guess what? When you factor all of that in, how is it that you owe the narcissist or anyone for that matter a second chance to have access to your energy? You've already planted the seed of love in their life at one time. Look at what they chose to do with it. And I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) All right. Two number three. Consider opening up to a new relationship or actually new relationships with those who do not have a history of mistreating you. See, these individuals, they don't have history of mistreating your energy or misusing your energy. You see, there's a way to be used. And that can be very pleasant for everyone involved. Okay, so consider open up to new relationships with those individuals who do not have a history of mistreating you. Okay, so, you know, some exes who were not anointed in love, they were emotionally draining, come to think of it. Okay, some of just, you know, just using the romantic side of it for a minute here. But you can just take that for any relationship you've had in the past, right? Perhaps they were not anointed in love. Maybe they were jealous of you. Maybe those other uh, things were going on. Betrayal, manipulation, okay? Mixed signals, all these things. All of these things were going on. But you loved, okay? And it's an unequally yoked relationship because that love is not coming back towards you. So consider opening up to new relationships with people who don't have a history of misusing your energy. When they have access to your energy, they they love on you. They appreciate you. Even when they're going through challenges. Not saying everybody has to be perfect and, 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 and showing themselves to be happy all the time. Come on, let's be realistic. However, I'm pretty certain those of you who are listening right now, you can think of at least a few people from your past that did not misuse your energy. There may have been some some rocky moments at times, but overall, you know that person was a good person. You're a good person. And they showed appreciation. Okay, so remember, you are loved. You are love. And you have the capacity to love. So celebrate that. Okay, so, you know, narcissists, they are about the control, not the connection. People who often misuse your energy... They show that same trait. They're not about the connection. They're about the control. So I want you to go ahead and remind yourself of a few things. First thing, 
Unfinished business is an illusion. When a narcissist tries to hoover you back in and they're trying to convince you that there's unfinished business, please toss that out. Go ahead and call judgment on that BS because that's BS. Unfinished business is an illusion, especially when someone who's trying to convey that to you is a person who has misused your energy over and over and over again in the past. Another thing I want to leave you with, the past cannot be changed, but you can accept that you are changing regardless of it. It starts in the mind, not the behind. Okay, and so remind yourself that your life has purpose. You have a story. You're on a journey, right? So I want you to tell yourself something every day that you get up and every night before you go to bed. Your life, your story, your journey. Love it and be grateful for it. Okay, so write down that affirmation. Journal it. And if you have to, look at it several times a day. Several times before you go to bed at night. Okay, so another thing, another affirmation to add to that. Narcissist relationships have no place in my life. Or the narcissist doesn't have any place in my life. Write it down. Look at it when you get up in the morning. Look at it before you go to bed at night. Recite that. Make that a personal affirmation. Okay, so remember, don't be afraid to call BS on the narcissist stuff. Don't be afraid to call judgment on BS that's showing up in your life, especially from a narcissist. (laughs) Until next time, take care of yourself and each other.